say if someone like sucked my toe out of nowhere in a cafe, that would have a very different effect on me than if it was like in the throes of passion. Kia ora and welcome to Horny on Main, where we hope to help you with your conundrums of intimacy and relationships that may have you feeling concerned, confused, or maybe just a little bit crappy. I'm Elena Bates. And I'm Melody Thomas. And today's question is so good. It's funny. It's relatable. I can't wait for you to hear it. Let's get into it. By way of introduction for those who are new to Horny on Main, Elena and I, it's fair to say, are both lifelong enthusiastic obsessors. Some would say obsessors. Some would say. (laughs) Sex, love and connection. I think it's a lot about human connection for me just generally. We're both bi babes with Scorpio moons, Mm -hmm. which says a lot to those in the know. And also just kind of soulmates. Yeah. I would say definitely soulmates. And soulmates across a generational divide. That's probably not obvious, but (laughs) there's actually about 12 years between us. I'm obviously the older one, not so obviously. So I am 37 years old, um, married with two children. Two lovely children. Two the best children. (laughs) Um, And I'm freshly turned 25, um, trying to re-enter dating after a year off of being quite like celibate. Voluntarily, <laughs> um, uh, which I understand the irony as I sit here doing a sex podcast, but I think part of being someone who likes having sex is also traversing the times where you're not having sex. Absolutely. And um, we're here to talk about it all. Yeah, absolutely. And when we're stuck, we call in the big guns to help, uh, including the biggest guns of them all. Yes, your my parents. parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're actual um, trained professional relationship and sex therapist um and yeah I grew up with that being the the sole trade of our household so uh, I think it's fair to say it may have shaped me a a little bit yeah absolutely (laughs) it has so you'll meet uh Elena's mum and or dad at various times throughout Horny on Main um so our plan is to start every episode with a little horny chicken the question is, are you feeling horny today? We we like to interpret that widely to mean horny for life, f- just feeling, vibing. Yeah. Are you vibing yeah. today? You've got a joie de vie, like you're feeling yourself, you're feeling life. Yeah, but sometimes we're not. So are you are you feeling horny today or forlorny? <laughs> God, okay. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm feeling that horny I am a bit stressed about work and uni. I'm finishing up working full-time. I'm going back to university. Um, it, yeah, it just doesn't leave much room to being, like, swept up in the wonders of my sensual life. Mm. Um, I do want to start dating again, but, like, originally I was just, like, way too depressed, but now I'm, like, enjoying my life, and I do not know how people have the time. Yeah. Like, Go to work Monday to Friday. Got to do my laundry. Want to go to the farmer's market. Want to see my friends. Have to call my mum. Yeah. I don't... How you fit that in there. Yeah. I also think if you're, like, re-entering dating, then, like, start uni first, you know? Don't do all the things at once. Yeah. It's it, a, it is a bit stressful entering. Change is stressful, you yeah. know? And soon you'll be... You'll hit your stride, and maybe that's the time. <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you... Yeah. Horny? No, I'm good. So I recently had the spicy cough, and... um. 
aka COVID, one of the many germs around and bugs around at the moment. And being a mother, you know, we've had them all. I got, I got hit with COVID after a recurring stomach bug that hit all of us multiple times. It's all felt really unfair. Um, but you know, when you come out the other side of illness and maybe you're only at like 60 or 70%, but it feels like 120 because of how yeah, shit it's comparatively. been. So that's kind of where I am at the moment, like foggy brained, but propelled by like a deep appreciation for my body. Mwah. <laughs> You know, for like, its ability to recover and like yeah. do the things I need it to do. We're so harsh on our bodies, but look at this body here right now doing this. Look at it, body. I'm very impressed with this body. Yeah, exactly. So I feel, I feel really good. Yeah. Nice. And you know, I'm here with you, so it's it's always good. Yeah. So every week we'll be answering a question that we've got from the re audience. Um, They've been very forthcoming and generous, so thank you to everyone who sent in questions. Um, shall we get into it? Yeah, and if you have a question at any point, we'll give you our email at the end and it'll be all over our socials as well. We love to hear from you, so send them to us. But yes, today's question, let's do it. I love today's question. I love it too. I just think it really like gets at something that a lot of us have probably wondered about, but I, I don't think I've had many people articulate it to me. Yeah. Um, so today's question is, is it normal when horny to think of things that you would consider disgusting or gross when not horny? <laughs> so good. I think, um, first of all, before we get into the actual crux of the question, there's a, a word in there which is normal, which comes up a lot in our questions. And understandably, you know, when... We're not out here talking necessarily all the time in detail about what's going on in our sex and love lives. And so you can, I think, become over-consumed with, is this normal? What's it like for everyone yeah, else? Is anyone else feeling this, doing this? Yeah, but we like to try and reframe those things. Like, we're going to get into, like, is this common or not? But everyone's different. It's, you know, normal. There's not really such a thing. <laughs> You know, like no, it doesn't it, really no. exist and because isn't like, usually helpful. Yeah, statistically more people could do it, but it's yeah. like... Yeah, normal is quite a, like a subjective term. Yeah, and as we will learn throughout the series, normal can also be kind of coercive, and like there's 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 pros and cons, and a lot of grey area and all yeah. of that stuff. But um, yeah, we completely understand why people use the term. It's like, you know, even we have times caught ourselves being like, "Is this normal?" Yeah. Um, especially with like body stuff because you're yeah. like should that goo be that cut or whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm so glad for you that you went there not me <laughs> um, but I think most importantly with these things is if it feels right good safe for you like that is your um, compass that is your compass and like I know it's annoying for us to, to hear people tell you don't compare yourself like, if it feels right for you, that's what's right. But it's true. Like, it, it just is yeah. true. That That is the thing that will will help you make the best decisions. Yeah. And I think part of growing up is getting better at tuning into that internal compass and less yeah. maybe. So it's just, it's all a learning curve. There is a, there is comfort in being like, oh, other people are going through this as well, which is why we both liked this question because we were like, ha-ha, like, I've thought that. Let's go to the actual question, which is, um, is it normal when horny to think of things you would consider dis disgusting or gross. We're not horny. I would say um, my instinct would be that this is, as we've said, there's memes, it's very common. It, this made me think of that, I don't know if you relate to that, in which case I'm really telling on myself, <laughs> but that feeling where say you're indulging in some sexy media and then um, 
you get off and and you like have to like you get off and then like slam your laptop down so you don't have to see the media you've been consuming with a horny eye with a non-horny eye. <laughs> I've been there before. No, yeah. not so much anymore. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Not so much. I yeah. think I... It's not even like hardcore stuff. I'm just like, nope. Like I've got a real on-off switch, I reckon. Yeah, you know, sometimes like, I'll be watching something and suddenly like an aspect will be introduced that I wasn't expecting. I'll be like, yes. do you mind? You've absolutely, absolutely. ruined this. Pop-ups, <laughs> pop-ups really kill me for, for that reason. Yeah, but my, my initial response, for the most part, you know, um, if we're switching it from is it normal to like is it okay or is it cool, I would, there's there's going to be, um, again, grey areas to it, but I'd say as long as you're enjoying yourself and no one's being like hurt by it, then this is probably totally fine. Yeah, and I would say there's lots of parts, if not most parts of sex, would be gross in normal circumstances. Like that's very much part of having sex. Is like, say if someone like sucked my toe out of nowhere in a cafe, that would have a very different effect on me than if it was like in the throes of passion. So, you know, for me, that's like one of the fun parts of of having sex and being sexual is kind of being in this altered state where things you normally wouldn't do, touch, suck, suddenly like become like part of what you're doing and sharing with the personal people and like I have this monologue I do about how like sex is the most accessible form of play that adults have you know Mm. it's like we don't really set aside time to like just do things for pleasure or see how it feels but we do that in sex so you know I think enjoying that we have this hopefully safe container and environment where we can explore and enjoy things we wouldn't normally as is kind of one of the most exciting things about sex. And obviously that's with the caveat that like the people you're sharing this with understand that that is within this context. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We can, I think we can get a bit tied up in knots around, cause I, I agree with you. Like this is, this is totally play. Sex is also political. Yeah. And I think we can get really tied up in like, Oh, I shouldn't be enjoying this. Or I like all of that stuff. And I, but I think we can do both. I think we can like look at things through a political lens and through the lens of our morals and ethics and those things. And also be like, as you say, like within the dome of us exploring sexuality together, this is a cool fun thing that we can explore. It made me think of um, when people will sometimes say, how can I be a feminist and also enjoy being dominated? So I hear this one like, quite a lot but I think as you say like sucking a toe in a cafe if someone came up to you in the street and was like you're a filthy slut like you know, you're not gonna be like damn boy like you know but but within if you're with someone who's like you know respects you and is into you and you know that's a way f- that you if that makes you feel excited then like that's cool yeah. you can still spend some time being like where does that come from like that's interesting that's or what like, I, yeah what gendered stuff is this that's what i was gonna say is like you can maybe feel like it comes from some weird social dynamics you've had to live in your life you don't like them but you also are able to accept the fact that it's erotic to you. And, and, you know, sometimes people can find healing in those ways. And I think what is vital is that the people you share that with truly understand where you're coming from with it. Because I think sometimes, you know, in experiences in my life, I've, like, sometimes, like, when I'd had sex with a guy, I'm like, you're a bit, you're a bit too into the, you know? like Yeah, yeah. "Eh." So, you know, I don't think it has to be a hard yes or no. I think every person in context and relationship um that can feel more okay or it can feel less okay 
Yeah, yeah. As you said, like with the slut example, you know, if that's someone that you're with who maybe just you suspect is a tiny bit of a douche mm. or a tiny bit of a misogyno, and then they say that that is not going to work. Whereas if it's someone who like you know is really just appreciating your sexuality and the power of it and all of that, and it you get to that feels like a reclamation of the word in a way that actually feels empowering. Mm -hmm. mm. But you're right, like it's fun. Sometimes therapy doesn't have to be though, it can just be fun. Yeah. But we can take a step back and understand all the dynamics feeding into it and also in the moment let go and enjoy ourselves. Yeah. 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 100%. Um, and I thought it was interesting, like the wording of this question, mm. you know, you use the words disgusting and gross. And like for me, especially like disgusting, like it, it's quite like a visceral and intense. Yeah. And um, I recently got access to <laughs> academic journals again. Ooh, through Grow Match Unis, I'm very excited. So I'm I was, excited too. I was having a look around and I found quite a few actually studies about how increased sexual arousal actually does decrease our disgust response. Um, so it's like, that is literally true. Like, yeah. that happens Science to us. Science says it. Science says it. <laughs> um, but they haven't, I don't, from what I, you know, from my hour of reading, I didn't. Yeah. It didn't seem that they figured out exactly by what mechanism that happens, but it seems to suggest that there is some function as to why actually our disgust responses decrease when we are aroused. Um, is it because like sex is weird, and in order to like continue to procreate and continue humans, yeah, then we need to like suppress some weirdness. Yeah, like, pretty bodies much. are weird. Like let's not think about that too much, so yeah. we can make some more humans. What the what the scientists were saying, yeah, was basically that it was yeah. like. Uh, like thinking like you know uh, what has helped our survival is like we are norm our bodies normally respond to like saliva and sweat and other things as yeah. like to protect ourselves as in like disease mm. can be transmitted through those things yeah so they're weary of them but you need that to diminish in order to be able to yeah reproduce yeah. carry on the the life force or whatever yeah. so yeah that's one theory although when I read that, I was like, yeah, fair. But then I was like, you know, we as like the divine twisted freaks we are, yeah. like find a lot of things hot that have nothing to do with reproduction. So with procreate. But but that said, like connecting with another human is still going to, even if it's not explicitly in that moment, yeah. we are making a baby or we're doing the PMV thing that can lead to a baby. Like in your brain. It's still humans connecting, yeah. which is probably necessary for the, if we want the species to continue, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's also like something our our bodies and our minds do even without our choice. It's 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 built into us. So my like slapping down the laptop screen is like it's the suppression of the disgust response response just being like bring yeah, straight yeah. back. <laughs> straight back up. So the this did make me think like the wording of like disgusting and gross did make me think of you know, there's like um, stuff that's like maybe, I don't know, a bit kinky or a bit, um, I don't know, like interesting and like, oh, I don't know about that when I'm not horny. But then there's also stuff that you could be engaging in that actually does go against your morals or your ethics. And that's, I think, a different thing and a thing yeah. you need to think about a little bit more because I just started thinking about cognitive dissonance, which is, you know, the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, attitudes with your actions. Yeah. And, you know, if you think one way and act in another way, this can lead to some subconscious stress that's going to build up over your life. I don't know if that 
directly relates to this, but it feels like no, it, I does. Think it does. Like, Especially if you're feeling guilt afterwards, like if yeah. it's crossing those those some moral lines for you, you know, I mean, guilt and shame is are really heavy feelings, especially if you're experiencing them every time you start to get aroused. Yeah, and and I feel like currently we've got a real like no kink shaming, um, and we don't want to be kink shaming, but you know, like it's all like sex positive or nothing. Like we yeah. cannot question our sexual appetites, but actually, like I think there again is grey area where you can be like, oh, actually, maybe that's. Maybe I don't actually feel okay with that and that's a sign to me when I'm not horny that actually I should think about that and whether I still want to do that. I thought about mainstream pornography, which consuming main, mainstream pornography used to, like I would do it because it was there, but I just felt, again, I was like, this doesn't go with my ethics. This feels yeah. gross. This feels exploitative. Like, well, and there is, know. But there's an answer yeah. in ethical porn and, and, you know, like stuff where you know the actors are being paid really well and everyone's, you know, consent is like shown to you in the videos and like there's ways yeah. a lot or of the it time just shows like different types of sex exactly and, like All people the... talk during sex god forbid yeah exactly still haven't seen many like laughters and like awkward moments <laughs> in porn which it's <laughs> like the next step eh? but but yeah exactly like for a lot of these things i think there are solutions yeah but sometimes like if it is a thing that's actually just like not okay with you on an ethical point of view you might have to try and curb that a little bit and you know like, yeah that's just that yeah, and I think if something, like, yeah, troubles you in that way, like, it's super easy to, like, spiral if you feel like this has come out of nowhere, it's yeah. against your values, like, you wouldn't have imagined that that was something you were interested in, um, and, like, we can try our best to unpick that, and, like, I think that's, like, a value, a valuable thing to do, especially if it is troubling you, but I also want to say sometimes you just won't know, um, and you kind of have to be able to make peace with that. That doesn't mean you don't have to, like, you you can't change it, but, like, you're not always going to have that aha moment of, like, oh, that's why, you yeah. know. Um, and I think when you are kind of reflecting and assessing if, if you feel like it's just not something you want to continue with is just kind of trying not to shame yourself further. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, if it's something that, you think about when you get aroused, it's likely going to pop up again. Mm. Um, and, and shaming yourself does not actually help change no. behaviours like that. Mate. That's probably going to deep more deeply into Exactly, yeah, I yeah. know. Like your weird sex brain is like, ah, yeah. shame button, oh. that one's extra naughty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Go easy on yourself. Exactly. Try to have like a non-judgmental curiosity because – there may be um, strands you can pull out from that scenario or whatever it is that's turning you on that you feel you don't want to pursue, but there might be forms of contact or um, settings or, or language that you could take from that that can, you know, get you aroused just without feeling like you're morally compromised and doesn't you know, result in you feeling guilty and wanting yeah. to close the curtains for two days after jacking off. Yeah, you're right. Usually there's like a thing at the core of what's getting you off and it, you know, maybe the specifics are not making you feel comfortable, but there's something along that, like, along the yeah. line that you can go over to and be like, oh, this is, I feel better about this. It's still hitting the same, like, power play or, like, yeah, whatever button, but it's something you can. Yeah, and yeah. I also, like, sometimes things, like, well, not sometimes, a lot of the times things change like we can go through phases where like oh like go you know I got really obsessed with this video 
of a comedian like on James Corden, literally just like because he she knew a guy in the band, and like I've it's been it's hot. been two months, yeah. and like I'm like her sitting there being like my guy, I'm like <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, but you know, so things also do come and go sometimes. But again, like piling on self self hatred and shame also probably won't help you let go if that's what you want yeah. as well. Yeah. Generally we're, generally we're saying think critically, check in with yourself, but also be kind to yourself. And, yeah. it's and if it's not if crossing moral good, boundaries, it's all good. I just say get, get on in there. <laughs> So we are going to finish every episode with a fun sex fact and we're going to take turns doing it. Today is my turn. Mm-hmm. Melody's like more of the fact, yeah. fact gal. I am a fact gal. I do hold them in my head so that, you know, if if at a party it's necessary or if I'm on stage and there's tech difficulties, I can break out a fact or a joke. I've yeah. got some jokes too. But all my sex facts are random animal ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lots of bird facts, but we're not going there today. So just um, a disclaimer, weird animal sex facts coming. So do you know what anglerfish are? So anglerfish, they're all really different, but um, the female is the one with the light on the, like, fishing rod. Very cool. lives in the, like, dark depths of the ocean, and the light is to lure prey into their mouths. Mm -hmm. Male anglerfish are tiny compared to the females, like teeny, 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 tiny. Um... And the odds of them finding a mate are completely stacked against them, given the like vastness and darkness of the environment that they live in. Right, the deep ocean. But it's all they care about. So male anglerfish will not mature unless they find a female to mate with. They will die. So their whole life purpose is finding a female anglerfish to mate with. When they find her, they bite onto her and become what's called a sexual parasite. <laughs> so they right. like latch onto her and then use her blood vessels to flush them with nutrients to keep them alive and allow their testicles to grow and mature so that they can then provide the female with sperm. Um, so the, the male becomes just a little sperm factory, like that's wow. all it is. It, com- it dissolves into her body so there's just testicles on the outside of the female fish. And while some anglerfish will do this in pairs, they have found female anglerfish with eight sets of testicles attached to them. Wow. That is a, I mean, that was like 17, I feel like I was on a journey. It's, it's honestly That's one so of my best, good. like I've come out real strong with one well, of my Yeah, best. as you should. I know, it's so good, that eh? Was, I know, like imagine being so, like, so, so, like, focused on, on just the need to fuck that you will just, that's, uh, you'll give a, your life for You're it. in the pitch black, you don't know what's going, predators everywhere, you're like, you're like, gotta do it. Where's the light? I am, I'm uh, going to the light. Exactly. Amazing. Eh? Yeah, I mean, in in some ways, it's like, like, as someone who's like raised as a woman, heteronormative society, it was like, it's like a a, a satisfying like flip of oh, like yeah. your whole life being like, um, like if you don't find someone and get married, like you yeah. will fail. That's right. So I'm like, at least there's some male fish out there having that experience. I like it too. But we would have to, I wouldn't want to deal with with the testicles of everyone I've ever hooked up with remaining Hanging attached body. to my body. Would you have enough body? I would I would just have enough body. <laughs> <laughs> I would be in a one piece and I would centralise them somewhere so I didn't need to like... Yeah, yeah. true, just your just satchel. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love boo bag. Boo bag, yeah. So thank you so much for sending in your questions. Um, if after hearing these amazing responses and facts, um, you also want to send us a question, you can send us your questions at hornyonmainpod at gmail.com that is hornyonmainpod at gmail.com or keep an eye out on the re-instagram for our next question call out thanks so much for tuning in i'm elena bates melody thomas see you next time